SRW presents OMG KPI, the latest news and trends in the digital marketing world, with Steve Ennett and Kenny Cologne. Hello and welcome to OMG KPI, your bi-weekly bite-sized snapshot of the digital marketing world. I'm your host, Steve Ennett. And I'm Katie Cologne. We are coming to you from SRW in the beautiful West Loop of Chicago. It's been a little bit of a hiatus since our last episode. Things got a little busy around the holidays and have just kind of gotten back to normal on uh, January 24th. So we are back at it after a little break. And we start this episode with a little bit of bittersweet news, and that is that my co-host for the entire history of this long-running program uh, will no longer be part of SRW or this program after this episode, and we are very sad to see Ketty go. Insert the audience going, aww. All thousands of them. I can hear it now. Yes. Our many, many, many fans out in that universe. And even though Ketty won't be with us in in the physical form anymore, she'll be with us in spirit, and uh, I'm sure we'll be more than happy to still answer anybody's digital marketing questions. Uh, you know, hit her up if you still need help. Yeah, and you know, who knows? Maybe I'll come back in a bite-sized uh, little snippet here and there as a guest speaker, so... You know, just just watch for it. Who knows? Big things planned in the future. And all of our social media information is in the description of this episode, and we'll probably say it again at the end of the episode. Besides the fact that this is your last episode of OMG KPI, how's life going, Ketty? It's really cold here. It's snowing. Um, I spent my holidays in uh, Florida, which is amazing. But I was also ready to leave, too, because I do love Chicago, despite how cold it is. It is pretty. It's If you don't have to go outside much, it is lovely to look at. Uh, I'm definitely pretty much at my limit as far as winter goes, but I don't think there's any ending in sight, so we're just going to keep soldiering on through. Yeah. Since this is your grand finale on this program, uh, I know you've got some... Uh, some gems of wisdom and advice that uh, you want to leave our listeners with. So I'll give you the floor to talk your talk. Cool. So um, I'm just going to generally focus on uh, search trends for the year. Um, I'm going to give you about five. Yeah, exactly five. Cool. Um, so uh, again, uh, 2018 was a big year for paid search. Google AdWords rebranded itself to Google Ads. Um, Bing ad launched a ton of new features. Um, Other trends for 2018 include AI, the rise of voice search, automation, and audience uh, targeting. Um, So as far as 2019 goes, um, here are my top five (laughs) uh, paid search trends. Um, Number one is the beast that is Amazon. So... um, I kind of compare uh, Amazon to uh, the Mongolian golden herd 
um, just because um, back in its heyday, if you know anything about Mongolian history, uh, the Golden Horde conquered much of of Eastern Europe while maintaining its Asian um, empire. Um, So Amazon continues to rise in paid search. Um, It is currently third in digital ad spend right behind Facebook and Google. So if you are a CPG-based product and ignoring the whore that Amazon is, you'll be sure to be met with devastating losses. Um, So if you want to get your hand into Amazon and Amazon-sponsored products, um, check out my previous blog on my Medium um, just to give you a a little quick dive into how uh, uh, Amazon uh, compares to Google Ads and the places where they're similar and where they're different. Um, the next thing is that um, YouTube is is uh, officially uh, watched more than uh, your mainstream cable. Um, first launched in 2005, um, YouTube is one of the most visited sites in the history of the internet. Um, in 2019, people are expected to spend an average of 100, 170.6 minutes each day, um, slightly more than the, hun- the 170.3 minutes attributed to TV watching. So with this change, we can definitely see um, companies shifting spend from traditional TV methods to digital media. Um, even with this predicted increase, it's super easy to advertise on YouTube with a limited budget, so don't worry if you have, don't have thousands of dollars to spend on YouTube. You could get by with a $10 daily budget with uh, proper optimization. Um, you can see um, an average of 2 to $0.10 cent cost per view. Um, YouTube also lets advertisers uh, have the ability to create true view for action that uh, allows you to place a CTA during the video. Um, this is helpful for advertisers who don't have enough followers to their YouTube channel to create end cards at the end of the video to uh, prompt them to either go to the website or see another video. So how does, uh, for YouTube, like how does the, how does the tar- are you targeting by the category of the video or keywords in the search? How, how does the targeting, like if you're going after specific content, how would you approach that? Um, I always... Um, create um, the one campaign for the video, and then in that campaign, uh, four different ad groups. Um, audiences, so audiences that are, are, that are relative to your product. Um, keywords, keywords that, um, this could also be lumped into custom intent now, actually. So uh, custom intent, you include keywords, uh, competitor websites, your website, anything else that you feel like is... Um, is closely related to your product or offering, put that in a, a custom intent audience. Um, the next one is topics, and uh, topics can range from anything to nutrition, to uh, running equipment, uh, fitness equipment, the list goes on. Um, just pick ones that are uh, closely related to your brand and your product offering. And then the last ad group that I do is placements, and there is where I pick and choose which websites from Google's display network to advertise um, 
the YouTube video on. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Keep um, the options open. Yeah. Um, another uh, trend for 2019 is um, attribution. Um, digital marketing um, is not uh, just social, social or search. Um, all these platforms work together to drive a purchase. So 2019 should be the year of attribution and cross-channel advertising. Um, we all need to ensure that campaigns work with one another and have the same common goal. Um, at the same time, we also have to ensure that all our proper tracking is in place to ensure proper performance and optimization. And the fourth trend for 2019 is voice search. Voice. So um, just to give a little background about voice search, um, in 2011, Apple released Siri. Um, soon after, Google launched Google Now, and Microsoft launched Cortana. Then in 2014, Amazon released Alexa. By 2020, it's predicted that 50% of searches made online will be driven by voice search. So to prepare for such a large shift in the mode of how searches are conducted, um, keep in mind that you need to create web copy with the five W's in mind. And that's uh, who, what, when, where, and why. Uh, for Google Ads, advertisers need to incorporate keywords that match voice searches um, using long tail keywords and, and identify opportunities with keywords that you can add near me to. Some examples of these type of searches include Kite Hill Yogurt near me and does my target down the street carry Kite Hill? So it's about shifting the keywords you're going after into more of a conversation that you'd be having with your yeah. robot assistant, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just keep just have the five W's in mind. Um, what was that? That was a thing like in elementary school that they taught you that when what, creating, who, what, where, why, and... creating reports, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> or something like that. Um, so uh, just bring that back. Um, <laughs> so would that be changing, like, would that be changes to your SEO, like a backend, you know, keywords to make that, or what kind of changes would you need to make to your website to be ready for that? So when it comes to um, organic SEO, um, anytime that someone searches for something near me, this is, this is done through um, your Google My Business profile. Um, you need to have one set up. If you are a brick and mortar store, uh, have one set up so, they, so they, the robots can be like, okay, based on this data that uh, the Google My Business has, this is the closest store to the user that carries what they're looking for. So it's not only optimizing your Google My Data, uh, Google, Google My Business data, but at the same time um, also uh, including long tail keywords in your SEO copy. And something else very related to the voice search is, I know and they're expect maybe not this year, but in the near future, image search is um, is going to be an expanding field as well. It's just the idea that you could be in a store 
take a picture of something, you know, upload it and immediately see reviews and, and information about the product. So it's just going to be, um, I think, just add to the importance of having your, you know, all of the information about your product very consistent across all websites and data aggregators and, and making sure that's, you know, that info is all available and, and optimized SEO folks. And uh, the fifth uh, paid search trend for 2019 is audiences. Oh, <laughs> those are important. Very important. Um, so um, currently in Google ads, you can target users by demographics um, and also with life events like either uh, purchasing a new home or adding a new pet to the family or um, newly married or newly engaged. Um, the not too distant future, uh, Google plans to open up targeting and search based um, on user behaviors like visiting the, a storefront and users who are actively researching a product to buy. So if done right, with this audience targeting um, combination, advertisers are uh, can can serve ads to uh, to the users that are truly customized to their search history. So hmm. watch out for these audiences. Getting deep in the weeds. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and those are my top five uh, trends for twenty nineteen. And if uh, these trends come to fruition or not. Um, that's up to the internet to decide, but these are all good guidelines in improving your digital marketing across the board either way. Yeah, and most of these we've seen already, you know, at least starting to emerge. The voice search, as Ketty mentioned, has grown dramatically over the last couple of years and is expected to, in the next few years, kind of take over. Uh, and, I, you know, I know, and so it, it just, I think a lot with a lot of these trends, it goes back to, um, not necessarily dramatic changes in what you're doing on the paid side of things, but certainly your, your SEO and your uh, organic search results. Um, on, the, uh, on the social media side, I, I think if you, um, you know, we've talked about a lot of 2019 trends um, so far, so, you know, go back and listen to the old episodes if you haven't heard them yet. But, um, you know, we've already talked about many times how the, the growing importance of video on social media, especially on Facebook, with Facebook's ongoing battle to try to compete with Google and YouTube. Um, <clears throat> of course, there's also um, you know the notion that on Facebook the the growth of usage has certainly slowed um, for most demographics, although not all, and it's still um, you know and there's still billions of, of, of monthly users. Um, but uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Instagram, um, which is growing at a much more rapid pace, and specifically Instagram stories, um, because there's been, um, you know, when you talk about social media trends um, for the near future, stories may be the hottest topic of conversation right now. There's this notion that Facebook and Instagram may move to more of, instead of having the news feed, stories become the primary um, focal point of of those platforms. And so just, you know, there's still, when looking at the grand scheme of things, there's it's still a relatively new feature. Um, and it's only been around for, I think, a year or so. Uh, but here's just some, 
you know, some initial best practices that we've seen that, that work on Instagram and increasingly Facebook stories as well, although that's a feature that hasn't quite caught on in the same way Instagram stories have. Um, uh, one big one that, uh, that we try to kind of preach when, when talking about content strategy is Instagram stories, even though you can run them as paid placements, Instagram stories are not ads and they're not professionally, you know, they're not supposed to be highly produced, staged, um, images, you know, they're, they're, if you're a brand, one great way to use them would be to show things behind the scenes. It's, you know, it's, it's fil- it's recorded on your phone. It's not, there's not, there doesn't need to be heavily edited graphics and background music. It's, you know, it's showing a very authentic behind the scenes snapshot of a, a funny moment or some, or something cool that's happening. You know who does that really well? Who? Cardi B. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> she just goes on there and yeah. It's it's uh she does it well. And it's also an opportunity to um to show, you know, a good micro content if it's you know, obviously the maximum video length is 15 seconds, so you can't show much, but um you know, there's there's the opportunity to show, you know, for example, with the CPG clients you work with, the opportunity to show your product in a really appetizing uh, you know, recipe or just showing it in a really, you know, aesthetically pleasing way. Um, but just keep in mind, that's not really the time to have a, you know, a, a real aggressive sales pitch or, or call to action. It's more just for something fun for your community to engage with and, and give them a little bit of behind the scenes, uh, give a bit of a behind the scenes peek of things. Yeah. Um, one brand that does that well too is Glossier. They're like a, a makeup brand. Um, they do like quick little makeup tricks and it's like, oh, that's pretty cool to watch. I didn't know that, you know, like it's helpful for their users. Mm-hmm. Uh, another nice advantage that Instagram stories have over even just regular Instagram posts is the opportunities for the different types of engagements and information you can potentially collect with all the different stickers that exist on Instagram stories. There's a lot you can do. You can ask, you can put out surveys and have your followers who see it answer questions, vote on a particular poll. Uh, it's a good opportunity to highlight a, a hashtag that you want people to follow or look at. Um, of course, you can tag your lo- your current location, and then you have a higher opportunity to show up in that location's stories. For example, if you tag Chicago, there's an over Instagram will will have an overall Chicago story, and if you appear in that, you'll get a, a much higher reach than you would that. Um, that, than if it was just served to just your followers. Um, Instagram stories are also a great way to collect user-generated content. Um, it's, there's even been um, statistics that are saying that users may be more likely to send user-generated content if, a, if, a, if, it, if they think it'll be posted on a brand's Instagram story as those, uh, you know, as those posts just tend to have a you know a higher opportunity for engagement um, versus a regular post in the newsfeed where users just scroll past, they eventually fall to the back, um, you know, eventually get old and, and don't get viewed anymore. While you know Instagram stories are, are all about the moment right now, and people do get excited about that. And you know, with and with the stickers, there is for brands also the opportunity to have a, a call to action to swipe up to visit a website. Um, so there are there is there is potential to, to drive conversions and, and talk about or at least website visits. But that is not uh, I'd say what people primarily will, will use an Instagram story for. Although even now, you have the opportunity to tag products 
in your Instagram posts or in your stories um, that allow users to go click directly to a page where they can buy that product. So the, the effort has been made by Instagram to make everything that's posted more shoppable and more friendly to e-commerce brands. Oh, yeah. uh, there's the opportunity to create uh, story highlights, which is essentially, uh, which is a way to get more life out of them as um, if you don't do that, stories go away, obviously, after 24 hours. But if you save them in highlights, then you end up having these sort of memory albums that you can set different themes for. Um, you know, for example, your different product lines or different events, um, you just have that at the top of your profile for someone to go back and revisit what you've posted for a story in the past. And then lastly, um, there's the opportunity to go live. Uh, that's a, um, that's on both Facebook and Instagram. That's been one of the main kind of growing trends of last year. And it continues to, uh, you know, be a, be a key feature. Um, everyone gets notified um, unless they turn notifications off, they get notified when a brand um, that they typically engage with goes live, um, and uh, it you're, you're, the opportunity to watch the live video just shows up in that top section where all the Instagram stories are. So it's very likely that if a user is scrolling through different stories, they'll stumble across your live, and if it's something engaging, they'll stick around and watch. Uh, so that that's it for this week's OMG KPI. Thank you so much to our co-host, Ketty Colomb, for these four episodes of her service. And Ketty, if, if our listeners want to reach you in the future to ask about their digital marketing questions or just to see how your life's going, how would they do that? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, um, at Ketty C. That's K-E-T-T-Y-C. And I am on Twitter at SteveXQZ. And for information on everything that we're doing, go to www.srw.agency or Twitter at srwagency. If you enjoy or even moderately enjoy this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a review, give us five stars, and just let us know on Twitter what you think. Give us feedback. We're open to it. We can handle it whatever it is. And we appreciate you. And we will talk to you in two weeks. I will. And who will be joining me is TBD. But thank you, Ketty. I'll leave the last words to you. Palante.